welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. And this podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday, normal rhythms of life. And I got all the guys with me on the podcast today. Gentlemen, would you introduce yourself? This is Rob Spexer, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Kenora, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Sacred City Youth Director. And we are in the Advent season right now. And most people think of Advent as simply a preparation for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And in one sense, that's true. It is, that's, the whole season is about leading us up to Christmas Day. But most of our preparation historically, or I would say recently, <clears throat> is Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming, <laughs> can't you wait, Christmas is coming. And that's not the way the church has historically prepared for Christmas. Um, in the, uh, not Anglican, Episcopalian church, they don't put up any Christmas decorations until Christmas Eve. Hmm. And they don't sing any specifically Christian uh, Christmas, Christmas songs, songs until uh -huh. Christmas Eve and, and then Whoa. Christmas Day. Oh. November 1st, uh, the radio stations yeah. they well, started up. <laughs> this is why. The season of Advent is meant to address the darkness, the brokenness, uh, the evil of the world, and fill us with a sense of longing of Christ's second coming, <clears throat> okay? And the reason being is it wants to, the, the, the season is meant to create this um, pre-advent feeling in us. So the way the world felt before Christ came, mm. Herod is ruling, 400 years of silence from God, mm. like, hmm. this is the way I'm, I'm trying to say it. There is no hope in mankind. Mankind cannot save us. And you think about like all the kings of Israel couldn't save us. You know, David couldn't save us. The prophets, they wouldn't listen to the prophets. The people are still rebelling. There is no hope in mankind. <clears throat> and so Advent is meant to create this, let's look how broken mankind is because our hope isn't going to come from man, mm -hmm. right? And then, boom, John the Baptist arrives on the scene, mm. a wild man out in, the, out in the desert, right, saying, repent and come and get baptized. And then when they do, they're like, who told you to flee from the wrath of God, you brood of vipers? <laughs> you know, this wa absolute wild man. He's the, think about how crazy that would have been, yeah. right? right? And then you get the star, and then you get this screaming baby being born, and then you get the wise man, and then you get, you get right? And then you get Herod trying to kill Jesus, and it's this violent. So Advent, the first Advent of Jesus was a candle being lit in a hurricane, Yeah. right? It was a screaming baby in the midst of a violent, um, murderous rampage by, by Herod, right? What do you call that when they try to kill babies, a bunch of them? Infanticide? Infanticide. Yep. Yeah. So you have a screaming baby in the midst of this culture of infanticide. And so it's supposed to be like, can you imagine how stark that would have been? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, right? Pitch black room, you light a lighter. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Right? It would have been a stark reality. So the, the historical reality of Advent is it's meant to build this anticipation up where we're looking at the darkness of the world and we're seeing, yeah, Christ has come. Praise God for that. But... 
man, look, it's we we it was still dark. Yeah, it's still dark. <laughs> it's still and pretty we, dark here. We need him to come back. Yeah, we yeah. need him to come back. Right, just as we, just as it was so dark and hope, seemingly hopeless before his first coming, so in the same way, we should still feel that same sense of, yeah, we need him to return to fix what is so broken here yeah. even today. Yeah, and I think we lose sight of that as, yep. oh, as yeah. Christians, and our culture has definitely lost sight of it. Now, here, yeah, now, and let me just, just I, I think, uh, just proof of that. I, I think if you ask, if you would have asked me last week. Me <laughs> said, what season are we in? I would have said Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And I think if you ask most Christians, they'll say that. Certainly, you pointed out, Alex Tate, mm-hmm. you pointed out what would we start hearing on November 1st on one of those radio stations? <laughs> yeah. Christmas music, it before Thanksgiving. I think most Christians think that, okay, Thanksgiving hits, we, we celebrate Thanksgiving, and now we're in the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how we think about it, and, and we're already celebrating his coming when really he hasn't come. Yeah, yeah, in one sense. Yeah. yeah. So, when I look at our world right now, I feel like we're in a very similar place to the very beginning pages of the Gospels before Christ has been born. And we should be looking at the world and saying, we can't fix this. Yeah. Mm. Whatever you believe about climate change, Whatever, you know, LGBTQ plus issues that are going around, abortion, 30 million or whatever it is, the babies that have been killed since Roe v. v. Wade in America. Uh, When you look at the declining uh, birth rates in our country, which spell disaster for a civilization. If you look up, look at what's going on in marriages. I mean, we should be looking around and saying there is no hope in mankind. No one is going to say no man is going to save us. But instead, if you're on the progressive liberal side, you're still believing the same old lie mm-hmm. that the next politician is going to save us and we're so enlightened and we're so wise and we're so brilliant and, and we're just going to keep moving forward mm-hmm. and, and bring uh, humanity into this blissful utopian state through yep. our socialism and whatever else. Bizarre. Now, I think, I think the darkness is getting darker and we need to lean into that and point at it and, and stare at it full-faced and say nothing's going to fix this except Jesus Christ. Amen. Either redemption in the heart of man or his second coming. Right. Mm. So, uh, this is where this is going this is going to take a turn, a funky turn. Here, <laughs> here we go. I said to Rob, <laughs> "Hold on. <laughs> Hold on oh. your butt. Put your seatbelts on. Now here we go." That's good news. What are we getting into now? I told Rob my favorite two Advent movies are oh, no. one is a movie called Children of Men. And the other one is the movie The Road, or the books. You can read books, too, but the books The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Mm. Hold on a second. So do these movies just had Advent across the top of it, <laughs> and then The Road? and Yeah, so this is... I'm, I'm laughing yeah, yeah, because for sure. he says, my I'll favorite... Go, they slap Jesus know, on this This is what he says to me. My favorite Advent movie. So you know what am I thinking? I'm thinking, you know, some Christmas movie. Again, this is what I'm talking about. I was thinking Hallmark Think, when he said Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thinking Hallmark, right? You're thinking of some wonderful Christmas movie. Yeah, get us all excited for Christmas. And then he names these two movies. I haven't even seen the one. I've seen I've seen The Road and... Well, you, well let you describe okay, well, it. Well, you got homework. You guys need to go home this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to watch Children of Men. And I will say there is there is one scene that you will have to turn your head on or use a filter on, but and I'll explain it to you in a minute. But <clears throat> um, so The Road and Children of Men. Now again, these are Advent movies. And these are for adults. These are for these are for adults, but but I, I, I would watch them both 
uh, with my teenage son. Yes, yes. And I, with me present right. or with the filters on on, on Vid Angels. On. Correct. Um, so let me let me build it out. Now again, I love Christmas movies too. I watch <laughs> Elf. We watch Christmas with the Cranks. We've got Scrooge I'm in here, up. by the I'm way. Up. Just want you to know, Snoop or whatever the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas we watched a couple nights ago. Like we watch all the Christmas yeah. movies. Okay, but. <laughs> You need Advent movies, too. Sure. You need Advent movies, too. Okay, so let's start with the movie that, that you are more familiar with. Okay. Hey, before we get there, yeah. what makes it an Advent movie? Well, you're going to find it's, out. You're going to find out. Okay, you're going to find okay. He's going to tell us. Right. I think I, I, I get it now that he's kind of Because most people, you know, say it's a, it's a Christian movie. They put Christ or they put, you know, yeah, Christian or they... Yeah. Right. Be so, at peace. Be at peace. Be at peace, bro. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so The Road is written by what I believe is probably... Uh, America's best living author, and that is Cormac McCarthy. And if you're, if you, he's specifically a masculine writer. He writes about the depravity of man. He writes about the darkness of human of man. He wrote books like No Country for Old Men, Blood Meridian. Um, he's uh, all the pretty horses. He's he's an amazing author. Okay, The Road. It begins. The movie begins. The book begins. And it's this family living this kind of idyllic life. You got a husband, a wife, they're in love, and she is pregnant and with their first child. And but then it takes a, a dark turn and there is a, a apocalyptic um, something apocalyptic. Yeah, happens. some kind of event. We don't know what it is. We don't know what happens, but it happens in the environment where the sun is basically blotted out and all of vegetation is destroyed, sure. okay? So everything outside is gray. Everything outside is just a shade of gray. Ash is kind of falling from the sky. And, and inevitably what happens is chaos, right? Like there's no way to get food anymore. Mm. There's no way to produce food anymore. Yeah. So they eat all the animals they could eat and that lasts a little while and then they start foraging for food, right? But the, all the vegetation's dead. And then they have to, go, and they're wandering around to stores and think about all the chaos that would happen if sure. you no longer, the sun is not there and you can no longer produce food. Right. Now it becomes a survival of the fittest to get to the store and to steal whatever you can get. It becomes almost like a walking dead moment if you're familiar with that type of movie. Well, this family hunkers down for months, year, year, I don't know how long, Yo, no, yo, yeah, years. This family hunkers down for years because the boy grows up. He's like eight years old or something. I can't remember how old he is. Eight, ten years old. And eventually, the people start murdering each other, obviously, right away. People then start forming gangs and, you know, to survive. And once the food runs out at the stores, years later, they these gangs start killing and eating people mm. cannibalism becomes a real thing again because that there's nothing else there's nothing else to eat right so this family's been hunkering down in their home and mom starts going kind of crazy mom starts losing her mind and they have a gun and it's only got like two bullets left or three bullets left and she's like i want let's we need to kill ourselves because if these gangs find us they're going to rape me, they're going to rape our son, and they're going to eat us. Okay? Mm. And so, human depravity at its lowest, which is, 
we know this historically. This is what humans do to survive. We have this in the Bible. Mm -hmm. We have mothers eating their children in order to survive in the Bible because yeah, right. they can't withstand a siege. Yeah. right? In it. So this is humanity. Well, dad refuses to. Dad says, no, we can't give up. We can't give up hope. We mm. can't, we got to keep fighting. We can't quit. We can't give in. And mom has an, a, a, basically a mental breakdown and runs off into the winter. She says, I'm leaving. She won't say goodbye to her son. It's a brutal scene. And she runs off into winter and, and dies to exposure. And who knows? We don't know if she was eaten or what happened to her. So then... There's a rumor going around that if you can get to the coast, there is a civilization of people that are rebuilding, that there is um, a new creation. I'm going to use that sure. somewhere out there. But it's just a hint. It's just a rumor. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, many, many, many hundreds of miles away. But Dad decides we've got to do it. We have no hope. We can't just sit here and, and, and die. And so he gets his son. And he's got to travel from where he is down to the coast. Mm -hmm. And the whole movie, basically, is him trying to love and trying to protect his son and prepare his son for the day he won't be there any longer. And they, it's a great movie of getting from here to there and um, dealing with these bounty hunters, not bounty hunters, de dealing with these roving marauders, mm -hmm. These horrible people that literally look at your son, you know, as something to either take advantage of or something to eat. Sure. And he's got to do everything he can to protect him. And there's this one scene in there where he says, he's looking at his son, his, his son wakes up with a nightmare, and it says, um, if this, this is, my, oh gosh, I wish I had it, I wish I could Google it, but this is my charge this is my reason for an existence. And if my son isn't the very word of God, then God never spoke. Okay? If my son isn't the word of God, then God never spoke. Now, I want you to think about it scripturally. John 1.1. 1, 1. Yeah. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God, right? And the word put on flesh and dwelled among us. So the incarnation, again, God's son, God's word, becomes flesh and dwells among us. Mm -hmm. And the darkest moment, right? One of the darkest moments in human history, the light turns on, mm -hmm. okay? So why do I say it's an Advent movie? Because the world, we've lost all hope in mankind. Mm -hmm. The veil has been lifted. Mankind is, de they are devils, right. right? And nature is red in tooth and claw, I think is the, the way it was said before. And... This one man is doing everything he can to protect his one son, who you could see him as the redeemer, the hope of civilization, the logos made flesh, whatever. And I'm not going to tell you the end of the story. I'm not going get, to get to the whole thing. Well, yes, I can. I should be able to tell you because this is an old movie. Uh, so he ultimately gives his life to protect his son and to get his son to, and his son finds another family and finds this place that actually existed and therefore humanity will be saved. Humanity will go on. Mm -hmm. um, all of the hope, all of the sacrifice was, was worth it. Um, and so that's why the road is one of my favorite Advent movies. Cause it's shows this glimmer of gritty 
unexplainable hope in the midst of a, a depraved and broken world. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a great, uh, it, it's, <laughs> I guess the reason I had to laugh when I first heard him say that, because we think of, we want to think of our, this season as almost happy, you know, you, you've heard this phrase, happy slappy kind of a feel to it. Because we, we call this the Christmas season, what does not only, you know, we're tempted to do this as Christians, but certainly our culture is, is doing this. And that is, we just want to make it light and easy and this is fun. And, and you know, we, we, we think of all the best we possibly can uh, about this Christmas season, sing the right songs, you know, sing all these silly songs and do all these things. We, we do all this, but we all know that this dark world is outside our happy, slappy world. And you know what? December 26th comes. Yeah. And that next day after Christmas is back at it. We're, we're kind of, and so we, we, we extended out to, to New Year's, but then we got it, we're in the new year. And, and, and that, all that happy slappy didn't do any good for us. And, and tell me what that happy slappy or happy <laughs> clappy or yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Tell me what that would do to a person who's um, in China right now. Right being gathered up by the government and taken to concentration camps. Right, right. Oh, do, do, do the, will Elf, Elf help them? Right. Will Elf help them? Or the Christians who are being um, killed in Afghanistan right now because right, right. we left them without any hope. Yeah. But a, but a movie like The Road, that feels more like real life. Yeah, mm. yeah. And you don't even have to go that far. You can go, you can go to our own, 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 own neighborhoods and you have people who have no hope and they've lost a loved one and they're coming into this, you know, they're coming into the season and they, they have no desire to celebrate because whatever hope they had, perhaps it was in a, a close relationship that they've lost a husband, a wife, child, whatever the case may be, if you don't have something that is able to speak to the darkness uh, that is just part of everybody's life, we can try to ignore it. We can try to entertain ourselves out of it. We can try to, you know, sing, sing these songs. But in the end, it, it, it doesn't do anything for us. We know there's ne there needs to be something. We need hope. And so re remarkably so, this, this, the road, it is a, it is a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, what do you call it? A dark movie in oh, yeah. one sense. It's dark because it is just, it's sad. It's, it's awful. And yet there's this glimmer of hope all the way through it. Yeah. And so that's, that's what hope Advent is to be about. Yeah. The, sun. the sun. Yeah. The hope, hope in this sun. Word made flesh. Yeah. So there's, there's your, uh, there's your reason why this is an Advent movie. It's also a phenomenal movie for men, like for, for fathers and, mm. oh man. Yeah, it gets so. you in the feels, man. Right. It gets you in the feels because this is what it means to be a dad. Do anything you can to protect your children. Um, so it's a great, great Advent movie. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Advent movie number two. And this one's going to be a little more difficult for me because nobody here, the children of men, no, or children of men, nobody no. here is. Let's just okay. talk Harry Potter then. No. <laughs> All right, so children of men, this one starts in a very similar place except it starts in a more, uh, so when you talk about apocalyptic, something from outer space happens or something in the atmosphere happens, we can kind of go, oh, you know, that's probably never going to happen, even though all the scientists tell us it's eventually going to happen, but we <laughs> yeah. say it's probably never going to happen. This one is something different. The human fertility rate reaches zero. Mm. So women are infertile. Women can no longer have children. And the movie starts off 
18 years later after this has happened. Mm -hmm. So it starts off by, like, you hear this, they're celebrating uh, this guy's, this, the, the, this, the 18th birthday of the world's youngest person. And he's an absolute horrible human being and he's just a terrible person. So there's, think about it. No one has been born on the planet in 18 years. Wow. And I love it because you look, the, the, the cinematography of the, 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 the movie, everything's gray, mm. everything's dirty, everything's grimy, everything's been spray painted, trash in the streets. It, it feels very much like the road, but, but less extreme. Like, um, now think what would happen to the human psyche if they knew we're it. There will be no civilization after us. Sure. Why, you know, like, why plant a tree? Mm -hmm. Why save for retirement? Right. Wow. Yeah, I never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. It, it, our, our eschatology, in one sense, that's what it is. It's, it's the what is the end? Well, if the end there is, if this is it, then, yeah, you don't, you don't do anything to, to move forward. You don't, fruitfulness. If Eat, you, drink, and no marry fruitfulness for tomorrow in, we die. Right. There's no fruitfulness in the womb. There's no fruitfulness in the world. I mean, yeah. you know, there's no reason to be fruitful. Yeah. Mm. So this has been going on for 18 years. And there's no scientific scientists can't figure it out. Nobody can figure it out. There's there's once again, there's no hope yeah, sure. in man. Yeah. Mm. And what's interesting, you you see, there's the, there's people there that are like, there's like cults that rise up. I'm calling them cults. I don't that rise up that say this is a judgment from God. Like God has cursed us because we turned away from God, so God cursed the womb. You know, and and there's. Uh, there's these different factions, people trying to figure out what's going on. And, but I think it's, it's in and around London, I think, is where it's filmed. And, but it's gritty, it's grimy. You've got this um, segregationist or anti-immigration piece that's going on. So they, they like lock down their borders and they're just trying to protect their own and they're, not, they're, they're treating immigrants like, you know, like the enemy, basically. Mm -hmm. and, and they're just trying to live they're just trying to um either find an answer or find hope or and, and but it's there's no human flourishing right mm. there's no joy right. the main character is an alcoholic he's unhappy and then of course there's a resistance movement that's going on there's political factions there's all this chaos that's happening as what would naturally happen in this moment is warlords would rule you would mm. you know you've only got a generation to live well, we want to be the last generation, so let's get as much resources as we possibly can mm. to live these right, last few days. Right. So mm. this is going on. This is the under underlying thing. And the main actor gets roped into, he needs some money, and this resistance movement says, hey, we'll give you some money if you help this person get some legal papers so that she can get to uh, the coast. Again, it's very similar hmm. to the road. There's supposedly this human project there where, where there, you know, there's hope out there in this thing called the human project. We don't know if it's real, but nobody's ever seen it because you can't have direct access because everybody's worried that the government's going to find out and, you know, who's going to betray who. And there's all this kind of espionage and undercover. And imagine like being in Hitler's third Reich and being a Christian who's, you know, trying to either get people out of, of Germany 
It's that. You can't trust anybody. Can't trust you, anybody. You, yeah, you don't want any word to get out. So you, yeah, can't trust so there's anybody. So this, this scene. And one of the leading ladies in the resistance, her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend, I can't really remember what it was. She knows she can trust him. And she's like, hey, he can get, he can get this person from point A to point B. Hmm. And he's, he's doesn't care about anything right now. He's an alcoholic except for money. He needs money. So let's offer him some money. So she offers him some money. And, oh, man, I hate to do this to you guys because it's such a good movie. So if you don't like being, you know, a movie being ruined, maybe you should just push pause, pause right now and then go watch it. But, it's again, it's like an old movie. He finds out it's this woman, a young um, black woman, but she's from, I can't remember where she's from. I think maybe Nigeria or someone. I can't remember off the top of my head where she's from. And he's got to get her to point A to point B. And all of a sudden now... Everybody's trying to kill him, trying to kill her, doesn't know what's going on, espionage, all back betrayal, all kind of stuff. And and again, super dark, super dark, super dark. And then all of a sudden, he realizes that even the people he trusted, they kill the woman. They kill not not the special woman, but his wife or ex-wife or whatever. He they kill her. And he realizes even the people I'm with are are bad. Wow. So he goes to this woman he's supposed to be protecting. And it's this epic scene. I think it's like in a barn. And this is the scene where you'll need to turn your head or you'll need to have edited. Mm -hmm. Because she's basically wearing... The whole thing, she's been wearing like this big... Looks like a robe, let's think. Think of it like... Think of it like Mary. What Mary probably wore... Okay. On the night that she gave birth to Jesus. Yes, okay. okay? And then there's this... There's this literal unveiling in that He's like, what's going on? Why are they trying to kill you? What's going on? And they, she disrobes, and she's nine months pregnant. Oh, okay. And so she's the one woman on the planet who has the child, who's with child. And she was a whore. And they want to kill her? And they want to kill her. Well, they, they're either wanting to kill her or they're wanting to steal her and co-opt her for their sides to be able to, like, whichever faction gets yes. to keep having whoever kids. gets her gets the maybe the answer or whatever yes. the case may yes. be. Um, but... You know, yeah, so, so, and then he, you, this moment of he has, for the first time in 18 years, he sees hope. Hope, yeah. He sees hope. hope for humanity, mm. hope for the future, and he sees his charge. Now he gets, I'm not just here for the money, I'm here <laughs> for mankind. I'm here to save civilization, mm. you know? And in a, in a sense, this is the story. Mary, a virgin, is given child mm. and her betrothed husband looks at her like she's a whore. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. Right. That doesn't, well, that's not how things work. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've been sleeping around on me and God shows up to him and says, no, no, you have to protect her. You have to, you need to stay with her. She's yeah. with child, but the child's from God. It becomes a Navy seal. So, yeah. <laughs> so it just gets after basically <laughs> that's what the guy, that's basically what happens. Okay. So now he sees his charge. Uh -huh. He's got to get her to the coast He's trying to take this nine-month pregnant woman to the coast. Obviously, they get close, water breaks, and they're in the midst of a war zone. Take her upstairs in this room, midst of a fallout, I think World War II, in Germany, build, buildings are all busted up. You're laying on the ground. The scene, it just sticks with me forever. Hmm. She's realizing the baby's coming now. Yeah. He's looking around, and he has nothing but dirty hands. Oh, my goodness. And so he takes his alcohol. He's been an alcoholic. Uh -huh. takes his alcohol out of his pocket, like providentially supplied 
pours it over his hands, hands yep. tries to wash his dirty hands, and he delivers mm. the hope for humanity wow. into a busted down, tumbled down state, you know, yeah. stable. No, yeah. into a, right. but similar, very, very similar, right? Right. right. And, and, and then now we've got to get th- this woman and this baby to, hmm. to the human project. Yeah. And while she's giving birth, I just love it because while she's giving birth, all this chaos, all this darkness, and then I wish I, I need, I need to go do research because they're playing this beautiful symphony hmm. behind it. It is, sounds like Beethoven or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Just the best human culture has ever created. The best music human culture has ever sure. created. In the midst of a society where culture was gone and destroyed because there was no hope in humanity, right. now they're playing the best music civilization has ever come up with, in my opinion, right. and, while this child is being born in, into this busted world. Yeah. And, and that's the hope. And so you get this, and then basically now he's got to get her to, and, uh, to, the, to the human project. So why do I think these two movies are the best Advent movies. Do yeah. you see why? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When there is no hope for humanity yeah. and then providence breaks in. Yeah. Right? God breaks in to the human story. He get so you get one, a picture of what it would be like almost without God. Mm-hmm. And then you get what redemption really feels like. You get what incarnation really feels like. You get what hmm. God breaking into our story Mm. really feels like mm-hmm. right yep and uh and so that movie it is full it's got plenty of f-bombs it's also very interesting they they use the lord's name in vain several times but it's very interesting when they do that like you know they say jesus christ and i'm and every time they do it i'm like it's almost like preparing us for the entrance of the baby yeah the baby sure yeah you know wow it, it's Wow. So there, see that this is what this is what movies and books can do when they're done right. Yeah. When they tell a true story. Yeah. So I would recommend you go and watch these movies and uh, and get the feel for Advent. Mm-hmm. That's the feel for Advent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I, I appreciate your emphasis on this, and ever since we were talking about this a few days ago, in that uh, it's it is good to be re, it's good to be reminded of the darkness around us in the midst of this, this, this season in order to be reminded that we don't place our trust in, in the season or in our attempts to make, this, make things light and, and better, but rather that our, our ultimate hope is only in Christ alone. And that was true before Christ came the first time and continues to be true even, even now. And it's not like we're saying, it's not like we're saying just give up. Uh, you know, uh, you you mentioned at the very very beginning that our hope is in either Christ redeeming hearts and souls today, or Christ returning. So while we're in this in between time, while we're waiting for the second return, it's not like we're just supposed to sit back and wait for Him to return. No, He He says, no. My hope is that it's it's today. It's we have hope for people today, for our neighbors today, and that is to help them see the light of the glory of Christ. And that they can have that hope in their lives today so that even in the chaos that we are living in, and I tell you what, it feels chaotic, doesn't mm-hmm. it? You know, just all, everything that just is going around us, we, we still have, we are people of hope that we know that until Christ returns, we've got a work to do. And, and it, it can be a very hopeful, hopeful work. Yeah. And so this season of Advent is actually 
this should feel like our real life. Yeah. Because it's hmm. the season where we're really thinking about the darkness, the already and the not yet of Christ's coming. Mm. And most most of the time we're focused on um, the what's right in front of us. You know, I got a project due, I got kids to raise, I got the, and we're not really thinking about the story, where we're sitting in in the in the story in of the humanity, story. In yeah. the yeah. big story. Yep. But we are in this in-between time. And we say a lot, you either you choose Christ or you choose chaos. Mm -hmm. And anytime a culture or civilization chooses chaos, chaos comes. So it chooses to worship any other God, any other thing, mankind collective and socialism or paganism or any other God. If you choose those other gods, you end up with chaos. Hitler, Third Reich, chose, chose chaos. Mm -hmm. And what came? Chaos. Germany was destroyed, became a chaotic mess, right? Rome eventually chose chaos and was destroyed. Every civilization will be destroyed. And so America, if we choose chaos, if we turn away from Christ, if we continue to turn away from Christ and we don't turn back to him, the end of the nation is going to end in chaos. Mm -hmm. There's no other way for us. We cannot hold this republic together if we don't return to Christ. Real. And so these movies prepare you for the, the real world. Like, we think this could never happen, but look mm -hmm. at Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's happening in Ukraine right now. If you go to the church in Ukraine right now, it feels like children of men. It feels like the road. They're being bombed and tortured and, and raped by, by Russian soldiers as they, like... It, it feels like the end of their civilization. Yeah. And this is what happens. This is the ebb and flow of every civilization in the world. It's either Christ or chaos. So it prepares us to live in the here and now, but it also prepares us for what may be coming in the future if we don't repent and, yep. and turn back to Christ. Right, right. Right? Um, because the center, the center can't hold without Christ at the center. Right, right. Right? So... Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Right. So watch those two movies, but then also, you know, watch your Elf and watch your, you know, <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street right. and walk, uh, walk, uh, watch all your other fun movies. But get a true sense of the depravity of man and the hope of the gospel yeah. by watching, uh, I would almost want to say, two secular prophets uh, tap into the biblical narrative and give us a be better picture of Advent than most Christian movies. I can. would I would be curious if there if any of our listeners would have other movies that they would say, oh, I know a movie that's very mm -hmm. similar to what you're talking about that would be also a good advent. So I, th I I challenge our listeners to email you some other movies. I'd be the interested. Book of to see Eli with Denzel Washington is a good one. It reminds book me of, of Eli that. reminds mm -hmm. me of that. He finds yeah, yeah. the book, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. He finds yeah. the book. He does find yeah. the book. Yeah, mm -hmm. finds the book. You I guys get it to coast. Gotta get, get it to the coast. Serious, yeah. Okay. So I, I need to go back and watch the Book of Eli. Well, there's a real sense that you're surprise, surprise. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings is this kind of movie <laughs> because again, yeah, the line of men have See, failed. Right, the, the line, line of men have failed. failed. Yeah, that's good. And good now, line. You know, yeah. it's up to providence, and providence basically saves them. So yeah, uh, that's all. I, I usually I usually talk about that on Christmas Eve. Typically, I, I share that story on Christmas Eve, but mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm planning to do it this year or not, but. All right, well, let me know. Watch the movie. Uh, again, let me know your thoughts on it. And uh, if you got any other ideas or any other ones, let, let us know. I'd love to watch them. So hopefully this has been a blessing to you. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. 
God bless.